0: Welcome back to another episode of 6-Inch. I'm your boy, Qin, and today I'm joined by my boy, Stu. Hey, guys, I'm back. Our newest upcoming star, Jakey Boy. Hello. We are also joined today by Jordan. Howdy. And Maddie. What's going on? All right, cool. So we got uh, we got five boys on the podcast today, so this should be a pretty, pretty good episode, I reckon. So we'll get pretty started. Sorry?
1: Putting it all in.
0: Yeah. This is
2: an all group, though.
0: Mm. But, you know. Wait, what? Anyway. Um, yeah, like, we got five members, like, today. But we'll try and get six so we can get all inches together. So we can make, you know. You know how, like, the Power just yeah. kind of form? And, and up uh, one big <laughs> robot? That's kind of where I'm going for this. We just put all our inches together and we just make this one massive stone
3: The holy trinity. Yeah. We, we would collectively make three and a half inches, though. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <Perhaps>. <laughs> Too real,
1: Too yeah. real. All
0: right, cool. So last episode we kind of left off with talking about like you know gaming and stuff like that, and I think that's what we were like originally planning on leading into with this episode. So we could probably just get started on that and like. um So the topic we're going to be talking about is just like what we would consider to be like the golden era of gaming. Like, what time of gaming did we have the most fun in, or like you know what set of games we enjoyed the most, or just what was the most fun time we had with gaming as a hobby. So, um, any of you boys, cater to start?
4: Um, I can go. go for it. I think, yeah, the, uh, the peak of gaming for me, because I, I've never been a PC gamer, I've always been an Xbox boy, shoot me dead. But um, I think the fondest memories I ever have of gaming, if that's what you're kind of leading into, um, was playing Halo 3 for the first time. Yeah. Um, it was the first, yeah, first, first person shooter I'd ever played. I played it at my friend's house and um, obviously when I was back in England and yeah, I just, I have fond memories of playing the campaign through with my friend, um, playing the multiplayer, like how the hell am I playing with all these people online? I, I got my ass kicked, but no, uh, that was the first ever game I bought for my Xbox when I, um. and yeah, it was kind of the Halo 3 days, uh, but honestly, yeah, that, 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 around 2007 2008 I, it's just that is the most definitive kind of that was the the peak of gaming for me playing uh halo 3 of
0: my boys over in england <laughs> nice man that's cool and I, I yeah i think we mentioned that as well in the first episode like just how like um revolutionary like halo 3 was in terms of like how many people like played it and how it just became like one of the main avenues a lot of friends got together to play with together like in terms of like because I had I was in the same boat back when I used to live in Adelaide. Like, it was yeah. just always Halo Three or Grand Theft Auto Four. Like those were like the main two. Um, any of my friends yeah. like, wanted to get around to play together as. And I remember <laughs> it was kind of sleazy of me, but I remember like just being friends with this one guy in the neighborhood because he just he had Halo Three on Xbox, and I was like, Hey man, um, I was wondering, could I could I, could I like come to your house soon? Maybe like you know we could like chill and then the second I got there I'd be like yeah let's just play Halo 3 bro and There's then he'd be like he caught high on highlight. yeah <laughs> he like caught on eventually it was like you just coming over to my house to play Halo 3 and I was like no how do you how do you see our friendship is just that but he was completely right but I was like playing it off. I was like dude we were friends and everything like that and now now we don't talk anymore but
1: you
2: know, hey, it was a good time. <laughs> All right, cool. Next, <laughs> when you guys were when you guys were younger, did you guys ever do like the voice chat? Because I remember being like really young, about like the same age you were talking about, Jakey, probably two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Big yeah. on voice chat and being absolutely ripped apart <laughs> by everyone in the lobby. Squeak.
3: Well. Yeah. Squeak-
4: uh, yeah. Well. I think the worst voice chat, and which was ironically the first voice chat that I ever got into, was Modern Warfare 2. Now, I don't know if you boys are ever... <laughs> yeah. Oh, WCF, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Modern Warfare 2 was a dark place. Like, that, that whole fucking era, everyone just... Yeah, I don't know, man. There was There's a lot of edgy edgy kids. That's kind of where the, you guess, the whole Filthy Frank kind of i era kind of came through and it really mm-hmm. shows. <laughs> I got called words I didn't even know existed. I was gonna I, I was asking my friend at school what these words meant and uh they were like, What the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> what have you been watching? You go uh, yeah.
5: some weird places, dude. I've never been berated by an adult man so much as a child
1: over.
3: <laughs> 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 I like something that. about knife kills wasn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna come to your house like, whoa, please, I'm twelve. You know?
4: Well, did anyone ever get the uh? My dad owns Xbox Live, and <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, mate. But then, like, you think about it for a second, you're like, but what? If? Yeah, there um, was this one kid, it's
0: legit. That happened to me. Like, there was this one kid at high school. His name was like Samuel, and I remember every. S- there was, like, a rumor going around at school that his dad, like, worked at Xbox and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, yeah, he gives me, like, um, Microsoft point cards all the time and stuff like that. You know, he's really cool. And then when all the boys got together, I was like, yo, can you give us some? Can you give us some? He's like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, they're only for me, you know. I don't want to get my dad in trouble. I was like, you fucking...
5: You know, I'm, I'm daddy's boy. You know how it is. Yeah.
0: Fucking <laughs> 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 stooge. Never give me Microsoft points, man.
5: <laughs> I,
3: I got hit. I got hit with the... Uh... My cousin works at Steam. He can cancel your account.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He's actually Gabe's cousin.
3: It was um, it was Tristan, (laughs) Maddie. First time I met Tristan, and he's like, "Yeah, my cousin works at Steam. If you kill me too many times in games." I'll make sure your account gets cancelled. I was like, what?
5: You what better you, work. Threat, though, like, when you get older and you're like, yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. doesn't actually work at Steam. I'm sorry to let you down. That's some psychological <laughs> warfare. No, nah, he, he left. <laughs> he quit. <laughs> he now works at 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, man.
2: I remember being called Selena Gomez once. That's this, was <laughs> when, <laughs> this is when that was a real squeaky boy. <laughs> like, I, like have you guys okay have you guys ever played heroes of new earth it was like this really old mobile yeah yeah so it's likely basically but it kind of died out uh, after 2011 and that was the only one with a voice chat at the time probably oh oh yeah it was that and dota those two had voice chat um but i remember because i was nine at the time playing this fucking game <laughs> not knowing what to do and I remember I played like four games in a row, and this one guy kept queuing up with me, and he's just like,
4: "Oh my God, it's the pop singer Selena Gomez <laughs> and he's coming back on!"
2: And it's like, What's wrong with it?" I tried, but it didn't really work.
5: Did he started singing?
2: Oh, no! With my with my voice back then, it would no, it would crack more than it does now. Still,
3: not a not a voice chat conversation, but um. My Roblox account just hit ten years. Very exciting. stuff. That's a milestone. Uh, my first, yeah, not good. My um, first game, I got told to kill myself. That was very <laughs> eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> you being a ten year old, like, oh, I don't, I don't like that very much.
0: I remember when I first started playing Halo Three. My experience with that was I actually like um, was like trying to like. Uh, smooth talk for the first time because you know how it was right like when you know usually it's like dudes and stuff like that like play um most of the time well back then it was like I never heard a girl's voice, voice and up until this point I was like wait what is that and then I started talking to her, and I was like oh it was it was an actual live woman playing Halo 3 and I was like wait what the fuck That's and then I was so a gamer girl yeah no, so I started talking to her and then like it was clear that like she was like a lot older than me because she's like She's just asking me questions, like, how's my day? Or, like, how's school? And stuff like that. And then um, <laughs> she hits me with the, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm 12. And then all of a sudden, like, in the back of her mic, I just hear this guy burst out laughing. And then her will go, no, it's okay. It's cute. It's sweet. And I was like, oh, fuck. His boyfriend's probably just shitting hard on me right now. And yeah my i was like dude that guy better back the fuck up i'm talking I'm, I'm talking to bitches right now you know you can't do shit like that that's what i would and uh yeah that was my first experience talking online i remember because like i was trying to figure out how to get the mic to work and shit like that because i was like oh it's a woman my only chance
5: and i never spoke online <laughs> me and mike on static you getting dragged around you like, once i I've, I've almost got it you can hear you talking through the connect <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that your first time talking to a woman q
5: yeah <laughs> you mean oh, through me. xbox or you <laughs> yeah. mean go to, go to woman in and...
0: general town never At high school them. nah man i was too I was, I was too afraid man i was like i try to be like the funny kid like you know how in primary school because this was like yeah back in primary school you know you always had that one funny kid who was just tries to be like the class clown, the class clown so to say yeah that was me hmm. but i was, i like i had my good weeks and i had my bad weeks you know It's a full-time job
5: you know, I, had my, I tried my hand at it, just mainly unfunny weeks. Yeah. Bit sad. But yeah, then I
0: discovered Skyrim, and I didn't need women anymore. I was pretty happy after that. Like, I remember I had my first all-nighter playing Skyrim. And I think that period of time when it was um, Halo Reach, Skyrim, and like, what else was it? It was those two. Um, I remember playing Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, like all that. There was just so many good games coming out at that time that i was just like on board so i reckon around roughly maybe
5: 2012
0: yeah around 2012 or so was probably like my my year like my favorite year when games used to come out but then again i had a lot of fun with classics like jack and daxter and shit like that i still fucking love jack
5: and daxter and clank two golden ages there's when when we were kids maybe about six seven or eight maybe your dad had playstation or xbox or someone had a computer every now and again that you'd use it was there were enough games out at that point where the library of games was so big so you you you, it's like uh say you started off with ps1 or ps2 there were so many games like you never got to play more maybe because you're too young but you remember you played four games and you were like oh there's so many games like you just play those four games over and over again yeah maybe you didn't finish the games you just played the same levels you're like this is sick then you get older and you're like uh maybe you move on to ps2 start getting into sort of xbox 360 mm. ps3 era and then you're just like playing those games you're like oh yeah it's sick and then you get older it's like 2011 yeah you got a bunch of new games like you're saying like skyrim you got like new black ops and everything like that um where i think this was about the age where we can all kind of agree we all got like our own xbox you found like you're playing like maybe yeah, you just got a tv in your room or, yeah, in an area yeah. and you had your own right. TV in your room at 11. Jesus, it wasn't a Someone big TV. it.
2: You um,
4: had your own
5: TV in your room right now. What <laughs> <laughs> I still don't. I just got a card. <laughs> for <that>.
0: Hey, James. <laughs> hey. I continue the story, my dude.
5: Um, so say, like, uh, you had you just started getting into that sort of stuff. You had like your own Xbox in your room, or you had like an area you played by yourself. Um, where it was your time, like you had Skyrim, you had Black Ops. That was playing Black Ops with the boys most of the night. Um, uh, what else is there that's coming out? There was a lot of single player games, but that was sort of like maybe uh, just Halo 3 had been out for a little bit and you played it with your mates, but now you'll start again to online. So you sort of branched out. Mm. Um, there's like Borderlands 2, just a lot of good games coming out right then. There was, you know, you're spoiled for choice. Yeah. So it was like, Maybe.
3: BioShock Infinite, Maddie, come on, mate.
5: Was that twenty twelve though? Is that a little bit later? Pretty sure,
3: nah, that was twenty twelve, wasn't it? Might have been, yeah. Well,
5: yeah. I but... tell you what,
4: was, tell you what was an excellent game that I um really enjoyed that I feel never ever gets brought up was um Assassin's Creed Three. I feel uh, like that was yeah. like the last really good Assassin's Fuck, Creed yeah. that I. Um, I, mean... I think. It was the American Frontier one, and I thought it was just a beautiful game, like the snow and the just the, the general story as
5: well. Running through trees is pretty... Was, even though it was only a small thing, it felt really good in the forest, just running through, you know... Oh, mm-hmm. climbing the trees and sh- yeah. stuff, yeah. You yeah. can't,
6: like, skip past two in Brotherhood, though. They kind of no, took everything to the next like level. The,
5: the last sort of good assessment. I agree with
6: that, yeah. yeah. Are you guys doing the podcast right now?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> G'day.
6: We
0: um. have all the six inches... Well, we have all the inches combined now.
6: We have
5: six inches now. Ah, there you
2: go. The six for, inches of six inches. i going in.
5: for girth
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are talking a lot about open world games and fantasy type oh, stuff. Because- I remember the only real game I played when I was like 11 and 12 was Pokemon.
1: so still- I was... Oh.
2: No, I mean like I, I didn't really have a console of my own until I got an Xbox when I was fifteen. And like I didn't play Skyrim or any of those games until I was sixteen at least. But it's like the
5: similar experiences just at different age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own Xbox at fifteen and then you started playing Skyrim because it's one of those games you hear about where people aren't like you know, maybe you hear some people say it's like oh it's the best game ever or and you hear people being like it's good but it's not amazing because you know i, I didn't play personally play oblivion it just kind of didn't roll into the you know you maybe your dad or your mom either yeah it was a game long. my dad was, played dude yeah so like hard. people played it or maybe they didn't play it so you just never got into it because either that you didn't own it, no one else you knew owned it, or you just saw it and you were like, "Oh, I've already watched enough." But Skyrim is like fresh; everyone comes into it new. You know, you play different every time, or you do what I do and you always play the exact same class because sneak archer. Anyone else Sne- a sneak archer? Yeah, sneak. Oh, no armor,
1: all the way, play. bro. Nah,
3: nah. No weapons, just fists. That's what.
6: You... <laughs> yeah, go orc. There you go, done. No, no go Khajiit. You, if
3: you, Khajiit, Khajiit, you if you want to get
0: that Khajiit, Khajiit, bro. If you want to get could that you... unarmed attack bonus, you go to cause and then you go to was it River Run where you could get those special gloves to get the internal yeah, boost yeah. fists? Yeah. That's the shit. Man. If you want we'll to just fly and go towards. Nord
3: with no armor, like
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I try to make a character look like Ragnar Lothbrook from the show Vikings in Skyrim. It was unsuccessful. Great show. Part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
5: As if you didn't play Argonian and just <laughs> leave him in water. Because they could, they could breathe underwater and just leave it there for ages and just role play playing. Yeah, breathe. like
3: you go oh. have dinner and you come back. Oh, I didn't pause it; like it's still good.
5: <laughs> I didn't drown, but I can't do anything else. I can just breathe underwater.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> I played as an orc mage once, and the only reason why was just to have like double powered destruction spell. That was an interesting playthrough. Didn't work up until level twelve. But... Just a
6: jacked sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, just imagine some like buff ass dude in like mage robes comes running up to you
5: with like fire in his hand and lightning coming out the other one. Like, Even you'd be fucking takes off his hoods, just starts punching you down. You're know? like,
3: <laughs> thought he was a sorcerer. Maddie, back like in 2013, a lot of you and I played a lot of Black Ops Two like did. random people from high school oh, back on the yeah. 360. That was a lot of fun.
5: See, and I was like. So, something popped up the other day like a video and uh it reminded me it's like i don't know because because i always like playing with the boys and you know like you, you, you maybe maybe you like you can agree we're pretty good at zombies but i didn't know what to do too much outside of um like playing like if i played by myself i didn't know what to do once it got to a certain point like the end game i never really knew what to do because we had a lot of friends who you know they'd watch videos and like see other people do it or they their older brother's done it and they're like oh yeah we, we got to do this we got to do that like you know you, you kind of hype yourself up to play by yourself because you're like oh you know tonight tonight the boys aren't on and i want to play zombies be like oh i don't know what i'm doing it's, and it's then scary you're like, yeah you gotta like oh, i gotta hype myself
0: up yeah no it is scary i remember the first time like i played black ops one zombies like the first time i ever got introduced to zombies was by pure accident or uh, you know when you completed—I don't know if you guys have been in this situation, but you know when you've completed the campaign for Black Ops and then and it you dumps you into zombies,
5: president's like, office or whatever. It yeah, is. yeah,
0: yeah. It dumps you into five right after you finish the campaign. So I was just stuck on this mission, had no idea what was going on, and then all of a sudden I just see a zombie pop out of like a door, and I'm like, like pubescent me is just this like, isn't what I'm, I'm not ready for this. I just quit the game instantly. <laughs> I was like, hell no. Nah. And then like months. And months later, my cousin came and like, I like tried zombies like once or twice after that, but I never knew you can unlock doors. I never knew you could buy guns. I had no idea what it was doing. And then the second he bought a door, he opened my world. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is cool. And I yeah, got into zombies. Yeah, there's two rooms. Legit. Oh man, I fucking love that game. I, back then, zombies was just incredible. Now it's like, it's all right, but it's, it's. Not as fun, it doesn't have it's, the
3: same... The magic right. is gone, yeah. a bit with perspective, you know. It's like, oh hey, it was fun, but like after you've played a couple hundred hours of zombies, it's like the same thing, yeah.
5: Which is which, it could well, be said about most of the games, though. It's like, all right, least favorite COD game you've played it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, people didn't like Go, and ghost. Ghost. <laughs> which one have you, <laughs> have you actually played that you think was the worst? Um. Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3? I'd go Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3. Really? Yeah. Because I've only
2: about... I've only I've only played four games. I've played Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3. What didn't you like about Modern Warfare 3 then? Uh, the f- <laughs> the fact it didn't have zombies. Okay.
1: Because
2: <laughs> it was it was made by a different developer, wasn't it? Um it's it's
0: um Sledgehammer and Activision, I think, are the two. And then Oh no, yeah. No, no. There was no it was Infinity Ward. And mm. then it was Activision who did who did Black Ops and then Sledgehammer games came up with stuff like Advanced Warfare and that shit.
5: Yeah. It's kind well, of I mean like, um...
0: Well
2: for me, like uh they tried to do a zombie esque game mode in Modern Warfare 3, but it didn't really work. I think it was called survival mode.
5: Isn't that just where the waves of enemies just attack you?
2: Yeah, pretty much. But it, it didn't feel the same. And I mean I liked Modern Warfare too because, you know, I was much younger and was able to appreciate it more.
5: Is yeah. it called Spec Spec Ops? Yeah.
2: Spec Ops.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Where it's just wave and wave and then you get to a certain point where there's like Juggernaut and then it's like kill the juggernaut and then there's dogs <clears> and everything <throat> like that. And it's like it's it's all well and good until like I don't know, it's, it's all just like waves of enemies with guns. It's like you can't train them, like you can't, you know, sit on a round farming them, Yeah, leave one alive and then go and unlock like all those zombies, like little things you like pick up from playing.
4: Yeah. Um. Did any of you guys, what was the one with Kevin Spacey in it? The uh, fights Warfare yeah that game was ass i remember they that was the <laughs> that was the one they tried to they tried bringing in like all the that, that's when they brought in all those like uh booster packs yeah, yeah and i was like how could you make a shit black ops 2 like you you had all because they went from Ghost. i think it was they went from ghosts to that Yeah. and honestly and then you find out kevin kevin spacey was the nonce I like it, just it it was really just the cherry on top that that just that that was the shit pie of that game, honestly.
5: (laughs) Pay F to pay Uh, respect. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was the one where you could, um, on, on console at least, you could double jump and then press the left stick into boost left and right. Yeah. yeah that just felt so garbage but th-
4: but then they did another one it was like it went from advanced warfare to in- infinite warfare and it's like no one liked the first fucking one and that's so what are you doing it- making a second one
5: that's why it's infinite with the last one uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah legit it was so much worse in terms of like how like the loot and like the loot box system worked because you had to like, get parts if you wanted to like, make like gun variations and stuff like that parts were like expensive you needed to like use actual money if you actually wanted to make any weapons in that and also yeah if you wanted to get it in the game you would have to spend like hours grinding and stuff
5: and then um the thing was with pc just like even though we played most of us played console it was when it got ported to pc they just ported it they didn't build from the ground up so there was that one laser beam gun so when you had that on pc it was just Overpowered, mm-hmm. just over the top. You know, console was pretty bad, but like, um, like, sorry, isn't being OP, but it just, it's just really weird guns. Some guns just didn't do enough damage. They weren't accurate, and other guns were just amazing. And you know, like, this game yeah. just isn't balanced. It was like you had three guns you'd use, or you lost basically.
6: Yeah, yeah. When they when they don't adjust for like the different aiming styles on console and PC, like some shit just gets broken when it jumps over. Yeah, it just does. And with the well, them introducing loot boxes and stuff, that's what games are now. They're a, they're a live service, so yeah. everything's you know pay as you go. Nothing's yeah. like the good old days uh, anymore. Actually, earning it. What
4: did you? Which um? Which call do you think had the best campaign overall? Because oh, one. Um, uh, yeah, well, yeah, War- The original modern warfare, or I think what the modern warfare series definitely had the strongest campaign in terms of like you know. This is creating a universe that you could actually get invested in, and the characters are really cool. But I thought all the Black ops, ops games had really good
6: multiplayer, but really shit campaigns. All gilded up is like it. You, can, yeah. you can't beat that. That's the best it gets. That, that's just yeah. peak.
3: What about like last Mission, Modern Warfare Two campaign? You know
6: fucking
4: I mean? like, Shepard.
3: Kill Shepard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Aamir, the fucking throwing knife at his dick, and it just still <laughs> flies up to his
5: eye every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Mm. All right, I got I got another one for you. Um, who was the like who do you have the oh, I guess it's not the fondest memories. Who do you remember playing games with the most? So say if you had like just you and one friend, who who would you play games with a lot? Did you have Maybe Was was it one of you? Was it a brother? Was it like a neighbor? Was it someone from school? Who's like the one person you remember sitting there and just playing heaps of games with? Um, I
4: have a friend in England called Luke. <laughs> um that i'm still really close friends with and back the he was like the the person i saw last before i moved over here and yeah it hit, he was like we, we met through video games even though we went to the same school it was like we were playing games with each other and that's how we kind of became friends mm. and uh yeah honestly if i banked the hours i played video games with that kid it would probably be in the thousand more <laughs> like it's crazy but uh yeah definitely my mate luke yourselves for me, uh, it, I didn't really play with this guy like a lot,
2: but I remember it was like really important. Oh, like it's it was just like a really fun memory. I used to go camping in like really rural parts of like the state we live, Queensland, uh, with this guy who was like five years older than me and like our two families, uh, the mothers basically worked like at the same workplace. And so when we went camping, the only thing we could bring were our DSs. And like I was saying before, like one of my first experience playing games was largely through Pokemon. Like a fuck ton, because that was the only real game I had. And I remember this guy who was like, it was basically just like smurfing. Like he just smurfed on me constantly because he he was just like, oh, you want to play some Pokemon? And I would just like get crushed every single time. But I mean, that was more or less a learning experience. That was like first learning experience that I got from games, and then like since then, you know, I realized that games have largely been a really big learning experience. So that was probably my fondest memories of like being young and being wow. shit on in Pokemon. Learn
5: like that people don't fuck around when it comes to uh, Pokemon. I did.
3: I think for me, it's probably Maddie, uh, like you and Caleb. Because we did yeah, that, probably yeah. like twenty twenty thirteen or twenty eighteen. It was games like every night. Um, yeah, I didn't even talk to you up until you kicked my ass in handball. Yeah, Brayden <laughs> as well. But no, like you kicked my ass in handball, and you're like, "Hey, let's play some uh, let's play it's, some Counter Strike."
5: It started off with a bit of PC, and then it was just you and I would just play. Play COD, we played Battlefield together, we played... There were some other games where there was a, a bit more niche, I think. It was like single-player games maybe with a bit of multiplayer. You know, I just kind of lined up with games we played. And, um... Yeah, it was just like mainly Black Ops every night. Um... For,
3: for, for, the amount of blood. dumb games I would get you to buy and then yeah. like, fuck <laughs> this guy. Fuck this guy, make me waste my money again. But I'll do it. I'll do it anyway. And then
5: we just wouldn't play. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Monster Hunter.
5: <laughs> yeah, but we got we got a lot out of it. It was more, uh, I guess, towards like the end of it because I I got into Iceborne a little bit, but I just haven't played, gotten back into it. Mm. And then there's like, um, uh, what's a game we got recently? Gang Beast. <laughs> that is
1: a was that was
5: a that, was, that fun. was fun. It was I mean, fun. We games. played played about like, two rounds of it, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: for like two hours. It's like yeah. oh, I spent forty bucks. And it was like
5: yep, all right. Sweet.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: how, I'm gonna. How about yourself. Gonna, oh, me. I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball. Um, what were your thoughts on? So the reason I got myself an Xbox 360 in the first place, right? Um, the way I got it was like, um, I really wanted it for this one game. I worked outside in the backyard for my dad for like hours on it. So like, if the floor needed graveling or some shit like that, I was basically like a handyman. I just did everything he wanted me to do and like build in the backyard. Help building his bar. I did everything. And I did it all so I can get an Xbox 360 for Halo Wars. I Jesus. loved that game yeah. so much as a kid. And, yeah. but yeah, um, <laughs> back on that, the game I played the most with a friend, or actually, I think in retrospect, the person I played games with the most was actually my little brother, Kale. Him and I, wow. I've been like playing so many games together and like I've lately we've been playing a lot more together and i've never been happier because the whole reason i wanted a little brother in the first place was so that i can have someone to play games with so now that i have that and that he's <laughs> at that age kale. to kick my ass i i'm a, I'm a proud brother man it's fucking <laughs> I fun. never
1: unbelievable
0: what's the
3: age difference
0: so kale is 14 and i'm 21 but like he's pretty good like he's he understands games like the mentality of like gaming and stuff like that like He'll understand like DPS, AOE, like a lot of general terms that you use for most games. And like, for example, right? We um, we got into playing uh, Minecraft Dungeons together. That's been a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 3 was like a big game for us. That's Spec Ops mode. <sighs> I actually had a lot of fun playing Spec Ops because him and I used to do it all the time together. That and Zombies. Him and I used to just hammer out like crazy. And Kel Cal- is at the moment is busy trying to save up for his own pc so we're both going to get into playing valorant uh call of duty like the new Modern warfare together we're going to get into all that together which i'm yeah. really
5: excited for
4: but yeah. oh man that's uh, that's wholesome that's really
6: wholesome <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, it's, <laughs> so it,
5: it's better than Meyer. He's in reason yeah. Oh. yeah
6: nah yeah, to bully fucking your friends <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: if you want an interesting story there i got this one story um I don't know. I need to give him a fake name, don't I? Um, this one guy called Carl back in Adelaide. I used to play Grand Theft Auto Four with. Is like, I don't know. Fucking probably. I think he's on the run from the police now or some shit. So that's an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> GTA, GTA, GTA is real life. Fake name.
3: <laughs> what was his name? So he called? played a bit too much GTA. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh...
5: Activated uh, God mode and just went ham. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: As video games call, cause violence, come on, we've known this for ages.
5: Real oh,
6: life oh, God mode,
1: man.
5: Valorant such... makes me so angry No. I've got such an interesting story about that. That puts like, I mean, yeah,
0: you're right. um, what do you call it? When I was a kid, right, I used to play Simpsons Hit and Run. So fucking Ooh, funny. yeah, but um, <gasps> yeah, boy. I used to, I used to always like replicate Homer's like kicking habit. So I used to go around um, the <laughs> kindergarten and kick kids in the face like Homer did.
5: <laughs> How old were you at the time when you were kicking kids in the face? I think I was like six. was like four. I was like four okay. He was not 15 kicking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: no, I'm, I'm my age five. now, man. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> playing hit and run now. What are you talking about?
5: <laughs> but yeah. I'm going back on that ground. <laughs> but yeah,
0: um, video games do not cause violence. I do not condone violence. And I do not condone kicking um, adolescent <laughs> kids in the face. Like, kindergarten children,
3: on the other
1: hand, <laughs> it, it was an all-out like, war age restrictions. Bro, Lillian, restrictions
3: in place for a reason. Liliana yeah, like,
1: said, Fuck it's, them it's "Kids are very impressionable." Fuck age restrictions, you know. But
5: then again, like it's it as a as a child. Uh, it is up to your parents to also regulate what you play and what you see. And obviously growing up for us, it was that golden age where your parents probably didn't want you watching some shows or playing some games, but you still played similar things to that, that eventually just led into your parents being like, oh, well you can just do that.
0: I fucking hated that though. Like it took, it, it took me so long to get my hands on my first, like my own first person shooter that I like owned and could play in my home instead of going to friends. I remember the first one I ever got was uh, Killzone 2. And mm, this Jesus. is one of those situations That's was... A bit of a yikes, I first. Yeah. This was like one of those situations where it's like, Mom, can I please get Halo 3? And she's like, no, we got Halo 3 at home. And then the Halo 3 at home was fucking Killzone 2. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: That oh, was and so it's pretty so... dark for your first fps man yeah you know, hell yeah
0: i mean i remember like having like one of those like high powered rifles being able to blow people's heads off i was yeah, like Whoa, blood mom, what's
5: this, this. she was like what the fuck <laughs> mom
6: this <laughs> guy looks sick that was different for me because I, I grew up playing 1942 with my dad who used to play a lot of that battlefield ah, yeah, so nice. yeah i grew up playing that since i was like four or five years old but...
5: yeah I, cool. I i i I was going to say, that's the other thing with, like, having a parent or an older brother. For me, it was my dad playing games where um, my dad used to, he, he doesn't anymore play, like, RPGs. He used to play, like, uh, like original Final Fantasies. Like, he used to play, uh, he used to play 7 on the PS1. Um, he played, like, 8. Uh, and then he played, like, 10 and 10 10.2. And it was like, oh, hey, they're not too bad. You know, the fights. It's just like, oh, I couldn't see myself playing it. And then he played games like God, God of War where obviously you sit down you just pummel someone's head into the ground like six times and (laughs) you know you should sit there and watch it like just without blinking just be like yep now i'm all good
6: so fucking real, dude. Like, I used, yeah. to watch, I used to sit next to my dad on the PC and watch him play Fear, which is, like, Ooh. back in the day, it was oh. a fucking gory game. There's, like, a bunch of shit in there that I probably you, shouldn't have seen.
5: Your mum's like, oh, don't, don't. Yeah, don't Fear let me. him play
6: that. Oh, just, like, sits next to yeah. him.
5: Yeah, you can just watch him play the whole thing, like, especially, like, watching my dad do boss fights in, like, God of War, like, be swearing the whole time. Like, <laughs> he'd grab the boss and he's ripping him apart, and you're like, whoa, can he do that? That's, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh, well, he'll he'll be right. Whoa, he's ripped his head off, and he's still talking. And, There's blood spraying everywhere, and you're like, James. And, and that, just, just keeps playing. And you're like, are you doing that? And he's like, mashing circles. You're ripping this guy's arms and legs off. You're like,
3: whoa. And I, that- I got a bit lucky. Oh, no, no.
5: Yeah. What was it? Peace. Oh, man. You just, you just like that for a second. Just repeat yeah. it. I thought you said. You, I yeah. thought you stopped talking. No, no, no. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Um, I got a bit lucky. I my first console was like the original Xbox, right? Yeah. And I had two games. Um, it was Cat in the Hat, pretty fun, Ooh. right? Platformer. And the oh. other game was a game called Gun which was,
2: like, oh, gone. the
3: game before, uh, like, Cowboys. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. yeah, Cowboys. Very, very graphic. So, you know, come home from, like, year one, year two, play that shit. And then That's like, where I oh, hey. my
6: first alcoholic beverage.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game. And then, like, um, yeah, you play Cat in the Hat, like, you know, you're making cakes and whatever, platforming and shit, and then I'm like, oh, there's that other game, I'll we'll play that. And, like, open it up, it's super loud, and, like, it's a tutorial and you shoot this guy and he's like fucking guts spill out and everything i was like oh maybe not hey <laughs> like,
5: as a kid or we play like violent video games now it's like, come home from work you put we put on like slime rancher and you're like just gotta feed <laughs> my red slime yeah build a, build a little pen you just feed them or you some people play like uh what's penguin like, start- Yes, and, and and Stardew Valley games that are real chill, and you're like, ah, oh, it's so nice. Back as a kid, you're like, you're yelling, you're playing COD, you're getting killed, you whatever, you're getting angry, and now it's just like, ah, oh, it feels good just to not Here's have just to farm, dig. yeah, just yeah. to farm, yeah, just land at a ranch.
0: <laughs> legit, that was the duality they had between um, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. I'm pretty sure, like that yeah. was the duality played- they had
5: between those two played both can confirm yes <laughs> yeah um
4: hate, hate to interrupt the conversation boys um i do have to hop off in about five minutes so i was wondering if you want me to tell the story of how yeah
1: yeah six inch yeah. came to be
0: <laughs>
4: Let's um so back in grade 12 i'm gonna have to I'll, I'll name will because Will's probably gonna be on this one day but um i'm gonna have to give some fake fucking names here so, we, ha- we have a friend called Will, um, bit of a psychedelic adventurer, you know, like to go see God and whatnot, to say the least. Um, and he, and, and sometimes, uh, obviously, it's just a first name, but uh, sometime around 2017, he came into, uh, into contact with a, sub- he came into possession of a substance that could literally make you see Jesus. So, like, um, okay. well, okay. also at the time was a, was a obviously a 17-year-old boy. Very, very horny. And, you know, 17-year-old boys do. You, oh, you're kind of like, I'll, I'll take what I can get. So at the time, we had another friend. We'll call him Crab. We'll call him Crab. We'll call him Crab. These boys know, but anyone else listening, obviously, you've got a lot to infer from that. But, uh... Essentially, this crab dude goes to Will. He says, look, you've got this substance, and I know a girl who will be willing to (laughs) obviously solve that virginity problem for you in exchange for this. Um, So Will's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Um, He wasn't really serious about it, but he was kind of just like, well, I want to see how far I can take this. Um, And then so crab messages this girl who will call the... Does anyone got a name? Stacy. Someone <laughs> name? Tiffany. Stacy. All right. So, so, Crab messages Stacy saying, "All right, I've got a mate who's got this this amazing substance that uh you've been wanting to take. Now, if you want it, he'll give it to you for free. Um, like." but the word free is in quotation marks,
5: okay?
1: It's a trade. Um, you're not
5: buying anything you it's a,
4: Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a barter, basically. It's, yeah, the, it's like trading for you goods and Goods this and all services. It just sounds like
6: prostitution with mm-hmm. extra
4: steps. Listen, Stuart, it wasn't... No, 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 no. Prostitution <laughs> right. with fewer steps. It, no no <laughs> prostitution ever took place. This is more of a pim- pimping oh, kind of gig on Crosby people, Hall.
5: Most people pay for prostitution. This was mm-hmm. traded for good know,
4: Pleasure. Just,
5: he was a fellow trader.
4: <laughs> Will just didn't play with
5: It was that, it was that villager in Minecraft who
4: comes up, right? And you give him five emeralds for, like, a piece of wheat.
5: <laughs> and like, they this is the, the same thing. They just give you the fat, and... <laughs> you know?
4: Funnily enough, that's the noise Will makes when he coobs. So, uh... <laughs> but all right, so going on. Uh, here's the fucking curveball. Here's the old fucking spitteroo whoop de doop. Um, turns out Stacy has a boyfriend, um, who is a uh, an esche in in a place near us. Will, we'll, I'm I'm also not going to give our location, but in a pretty shitty fucking suburb near where we live. He was a pretty big esche there. Geelong, and, uh, yeah. So he messages Crab saying, "Uh, so what's this about your friend Will trying to?" get with my gf and uh crab being the little spineless crustacean that he is I, wait, the crustaceans have spines they have shells uh so the shellless crustacean he's like naked ass mr crabs It's like oh it wasn't me bro it was him he was on my phone please please don't kill me kill him <laughs> so this fucking we'll call him we'll call him ash boy ash boy is all like all right well if that's the case i'm gonna get a bunch of my friends come up the mountain, and uh, we're going to roll Will. And that, uh, sorry, Crab, <laughs> bleep that out, Crab comes at the school the next day, casually walks up to Will and I, and he goes, oh yeah, bro, so about that chick, Will's already forgotten about it at this point, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, what, did she actually reply? Like, Do people reply to that shit? And he goes, oh yeah, so her boyfriend found out, and uh, yeah, bro, I had to tell him that you were trying to fuck his girl, sorry, bro, I was doing the right thing. And we're like, <laughs> Jaws hit the floor like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, we've had nothing, Will's had nothing to do with this. You've literally just orchestrated Will trying to get a shag. And now you've <laughs> orchestrated him getting his ass kicked by 15 Eshes. Wait, did you boys
2: know who Ash
4: Boy was? Like yeah, no. No, but when we saw him after, we realized that there was never going to be a fucking problem anyway. The, the man was literally a human blimp, like the type of kid that if you pushed him over, he would probably roll, you know, kind of thing. Fire, you know, Violet Beauregard off, um, fucking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> the chicken turns into a blueberry. Yeah. That, that's the kind of vibe we're getting off this man, all right? He was, um, yeah, he, he was a big, he was a, uh, as the Redditors call it, a hecking chunker. <laughs> um, if he was the cat, you'd basically be jailed for animal abuse, kind of thing. All right, yeah. so, so we're going to die, uh, fucking crap, Jesus Christ. Uh, we're saying, dude, you 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 need to sort us out because we did it as a joke or uh, Will did it as a joke and you like you, you you can't just be saying this to people and be like and he's like, bro, you shouldn't have tried to fuck his girlfriend. We're like w- w- what? It's so like then a boy, Yeah, yeah, literally it's like like Will's had nothing to do with this. Yeah. And <laughs> F Boy messages Will, who uh that, who Krav has literally just given up the um name to. He's like, Yeah, yeah, this is him, this is his profile. This oh, is his, the names of his uh, close relatives, his address, his social security number. <laughs> um, uh, I, I know what tiny finishes work. You want his roster? <laughs> like, that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> he's, takes
5: just, home.
4: he's just weaseled out. So so all of the boys are like, oh, well, if Will's going to get rolled by 15 ashes, then we should probably help him, you know? Being that uh, Crab's a shit cunt, and he'll probably join in whatever team's, like, kind of winning. So, uh, Will is like, all right, boys, this is, this is it. We're all, uh, we're all banding together. Band. And he sends a picture of him holding a, some sort of knife he got in cadets, uh, into our group chat with the caption, come home invade me, cunnies. <laughs> and uh, the next day we're all put into a group chat. Uh, I think it was, oh, it was a Facebook page. It was, uh, something like saving Will. I'm sitting next to Will, I'm like, "What we need to call it, we're a group now, we're a gang. We're we're outlaws. We're we're a clan now. What do we call ourselves? And Will looks longingly into the air for about ten seconds. There's a silence. A a cool breeze blows through his afro. And he turns to me and he goes, we're calling ourselves Six Inch, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) And in that moment, I realized that was the perfect name for us. Perfect. And, uh, at first it was actually called 6 inch no context until about 8 months later at uh, one of my parties that I was holding will turns to me and he goes bro think about it we're all in a gang that we've literally named after my dick um and i mean the, so so we, we we now we know that we as a gang have been named after will's penis now whether he has actually named his dick 6 inch or his dick is 6 inches that's 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 still to be determined but um, <laughs> that is the well, well, yeah. It's one of those things that we'll never know. Like, what? Maybe he just, maybe he just calls it six inch. We, He's got a we'll never know. Of
5: each of our names per <laughs> inch. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> fucking we'll thing.
4: But um, essentially, boys, the reason six inch came to be is because our good friend Will was going to be rolled by a bunch of ashes because of a spineless little weasel called Crab, who actually turned out to be an all right bloke in the end. But uh. <laughs> Tried to uh, exchange some substances uh, for sex, and uh, that chick Stacy's boyfriend was not too happy about it. And uh, yeah, so nothing ever actually happened. <laughs> it basically got dropped like a week later, and no one ever brought it up again. But uh, that is the origin story. We uh... there's a lot more to be said about Crab. A few more, a few more times where we've uh, kind of had to be involved with someone trying to roll him or roll us because of him but uh, I'm sure those are stories for another day or Hell probably yeah. a story Kieran wants to tell because I remember us standing in a Domino's car park one night Girl, while uh, Crab was holding a golf club <laughs> and the rest of us were <laughs> gearing up to be jumped by 15, cu- 15 picks from Pimpama Fuck, I'm so sure uh, yeah, it's day. been quite a wild ride but uh, yeah, that is how we came to be that is is that is six inch this is this my, my favorite
2: superhero origin story by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the lore
0: for our manga right here All right. and
4: and then someone got bit by a spider
5: and <laughs> crab became aquaman you were <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's it boys i'm gonna have to jump off i'm, I'm sorry okay, thank I, I you very much me. but
4: uh it was awesome i can't wait to listen to this back over and hear how terrible my voice sounds but uh <laughs> have a great rest of the night boys um Thanks, come up man. with some thank good topics coming on. and uh no worries i'll be on next time hopefully C so boys.
0: Yeah, right. Catch yes, him dude. Alright, boys. Yeah, so that was how Six Inch came to be. And yeah, it's quite a quite a good story, I suppose. And that's definitely So it.
2: who was involved in the original group chat? Um uh, fuck if I remember. Yeah, a lot, lot of
5: us. But um none of us really got added to the group until after they made Six Inch.
6: Oh fuck it might yeah no it wouldn't have been any yeah no it would have been because I was there on the day when we rocked up because we yeah. did actually drive somewhere. I uh, got told about it, but I wasn't obviously because I wasn't
3: bowling twenty eighteen, Maddie, that we
5: got in? or just before that maybe? We I got in from a party, um, one of Jakey's parts. And um uh then I didn't say anything after a while. So I can't remember if it was Q or someone else uh was cleaning up the chat and I got removed. And then.
3: Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. You did a purge. Yeah. Any, anyone that's not important, remove. And then, yeah, you and I got booted. That's right. Really? Yeah.
6: That's fucking and brutal. Who did that? That wasn't was me. me. Oh, I don't no, know. no, no. Uh, no, it wasn't Will.
3: Um, uh, it was like Will, some sort of sensitive information or something that like Oh, yeah. it didn't I don't need know.
5: To be lit. Um, hmm. Will Will added me back though. That was the thing because um, oh, I was yeah, talking cool, to Will one day and he's just like, "Oh yeah, now I add you guys back." Hmm. Um, and that's when we seem to stay in it because I don't I don't participate in our our, our group, you know, group chat. But you know, I always read it. That's that, good. That's
6: a challenge in itself, man, Jax. Yeah, I'm of a spam. Usually, usually when I'm at
5: work, I I'm not on my phone a lot, yeah. so I don't really Literally. get that's to fair. you know talk all the time but you know still good group to be a part of yeah um, i'm
0: interested um before we um we'll quickly hop back on to the topic of gaming just for a sec before we move on to our next big topic that we discuss a- is um this will just be a quick fire one real quick um what would you consider to be one of the games you've had the most fun with that a lot of people thought it was terrible. Like it got poor reviews. Everyone's just hated it, but you loved it.
5: Well, that could be easily, again, so guilty pleasure. It. Yeah. yeah. Or, or something you play when you're younger. Cause you probably was like three games, well, the three games you played, you played it and you're like, this is that shit. You get older and you're like, this is not age well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, oh,
2: man, That's a good was... question. Ratchet deadlocked for me.
5: Uh, I've I was gone. always a Ratchet uh,
2: Clank fan, but like, Everyone hates Deadlocked for some reason. Really, I thought Deadlocked shit.
0: was really good. Like, I like that system that it has. Well, it's just because
2: like, it. like uh, it was just because three was obviously the most critically acclaimed, oh, and then yeah. they three changed was... up the formula mm. significantly between that and Deadlocked. Yeah.
5: What's which one's Deadlocked?
2: That's the fourth oh, one where gladi- it's just Ratchet by himself.
5: Gladiators is yeah. yeah I
2: yeah. played. I played a thing about like four hundred hours of that, like in. A couple months, which was two two months, <laughs> too much, too much for a little little uh, little eight year old boy.
1: Oh, I remember
5: no. playing it quite a bit, and like it was pretty fun, and like a lot of other people I remember playing it also really enjoyed it because mm-hmm. it wasn't it it was it was good in its own right, not as good as a Wretch and Clank game, like. Mm-hmm. The mechanics it had everyone really liked, you know, from Ratchet & Clank, but the new stuff, you know, some people thought it was just real weird, but I mean, it, you could tell they kind of stepped out of their comfort zone with it. It did all right. It wasn't amazing. And then they went back to what everyone knew with like, yeah. uh, Kraken Time and all that kind of stuff on the, on the newer consoles mm. on
6: PlayStation 3.
1: that's mm. it. Any
6: no, I uh minor like old FPSs in these games are objectively asshole, Like they're they're complete trash. Like <laughs> nobody should be playing them. I just liked them because I was okay at FPSs at the time and it was just like it's a free game you could jump up with your with your mates. And I don't think you guys have played them, but they're war mode and Orion Dino Prelude. They're just like scuffed asset games from like call I played of around, duty yeah. Yeah, you you played
3: shit about dino prelude bro <laughs> it's oh, such
6: arsehole man like it's not a good game but it's just <laughs> such a meme like i jump on with my mate harry every now and again we just like laugh at how shit it is and what we used to do in it and like fuck with the physics and whatnot but both of those games are like it's like just fps uh games that are yeah so bad but i just have a sweet spot for them
0: nice i got a more recent one mine is the first watchdog's i yeah. fucking love that game they're they're actually today all right so before today i always had the depiction in my mind that watchdogs is probably the only game that will make you feel like you're john wick with the combos and the takedowns like if you know how to work that game's like combat system you can become an absolute fiend like an absolute weapon and the like uh the takedown animations and everything like that really made you feel like John Wick and the character in terms of personality and the amount of fucking guns he could carry up his ass, man, it was like a combination of the Punisher and John Wick in one. And it was such a fun game. It's like, screw the whole hacking bit, man. The combat was just what got me hooked. And I fucking loved that about it so
5: much. The only bad thing I think I can say about it is the driving felt good until you'd hit things like (laughs) Um, a tree yeah or power poles or small poles like you'd hit a power pole i had one i've got uh back in the old good old xbox record that days. um and or it used to record things for you uh i remember i touched a power pole and it started going absolutely (laughs) crazy it just Mm -hmm. started just freaking out and it just flew off into the distance (laughs) And it's just, like, things like that, that's where you kind of notice, like, it's a good game. But that's that's kind of the age as well on yeah. another topic where I found games sort of lost their polish. As a kid, you'd find a glitch, and it'd be super hard. Like you'd, you'd be like, oh, it's just random, and then you die or something, or you'd retry it again, you wouldn't get it. This game was, like, the first one where it was fun, but I had a lot of times where I enemies would hit, hit another car, and the cars would just shoot off into space. And, you know, you just kind of... It kind of ruins the game a bit. When, yeah, the
6: game was just um, unfinished on release. Yeah. What happened from there Certain
5: things like the hacking where I do it and then I get bugged and I couldn't get out of the hacking. And I just really? stuck there. Yeah, like, like it'd go into um, like a terminal when you're doing the minigames and I couldn't get back out. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was just like small thing because like guys probably played it on release as well. Uh, Same as me, but it's just Mm. like, I just had real bad luck and just got all the... Fair enough. Yeah, it's not too bad, though.
0: Yes. Any other Uh, examples, my guys?
3: uh, Well, some of the original, like, Hitman games,
5: Mm. actually. Blood Money.
3: Uh, Blood Money, yeah. Like, it was a lot of fun, but, like, it was a pretty shit game. I mean, compared to, like, Absolution that followed it up. You
6: know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Absolution, by today's stance, is old, though. So
3: no,
5: Exactly. It, it, nothing, nothing beats blood money. It's just the stupid one-two headbutt combo of <laughs> killing someone. You just walk up, it's like, punch them, and then you headbutt them, and they die, and they just Amazing. crumple. And it's, oh, man, it's such a dumb
1: game. So so they so glitch to the surface. floor,
3: and their arm, like, flies around yeah, the map or something. That
5: helicopter and out of the ground, and oh, it's, it's beautiful a game. <laughs> <laughs> um another game i can say there's so many games man. yeah true uh, these these aren't what people think are bad but just on the topic of uh games games that are good like that i really like halo reach fuck yeah like i i wow, know where you're dude. i know
0: where you're coming from in terms of like a lot of people thought the multiplayer for that game was bad but i enjoyed that overall game so much
5: for us i think it didn't because uh, obviously us being Australian, uh, mm. I remember I played with Jordan and it could not get a... yeah. us. Couldn't,
3: yeah.
5: Couldn't be played. Yeah. Halo
3: 4 was the exact same problem, bro. Yeah. yeah
5: but I think the actual, the actual game of Halo Reach is just so fun. The abilities mm. some people may not have liked, you know, with armor lock and whatnot, but I, I think that was, that was real fun.
3: Um. What was the, the next topic you wanted to lead into, Q?
5: Uh
0: yeah. So the next topic I wanted to talk about is like something that's like completely um, different is artistic integrity and talking about uh, Chris Lilly's shows that recently got removed from Netflix. Now, uh, his shows got recently removed. I think uh, I can't. I don't know if it's all of his shows or just a few of them, but a lot of the talk that I've seen in terms of like. Um, the way news outlets and media is reporting it and talking about it is like, it's because of his depictions of certain characters and stuff like that. And how he went about creating these characters or how he um, delved into these stereotypes. So what I want to talk about is like, like what, how do we see this? Cause like, you know, I'm pretty sure most of us here would have like seen or be familiar with Chris Lilly's work either like through like Jonah from Tonga uh, what else? He's also done. Summer High
3: Tie.
0: Yes, yeah, Summer High Tie, Angry, Angry Boys. Boys. So anyone yeah. from Australia should be like relatively familiar with at least like one of his works,
5: or you've at least seen him uh, from a video or like a small snippet of what these shows are. Mm. Yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, his um, yes, yeah, so I'm just reading up on it now, and yeah, it's saying like his shows is being quietly removed and stuff like that, and it's apparently coming from like debate over this whole, um, like racial depiction of certain characters that he's portrayed. And basically the question I'm asking is like, you know, where would we necessarily draw the line between like, you know, um, racial depictions and stuff like that, like going too far, or where would we set the line with like, you know, artistic integrity or character integrity in terms of like, it's a part of the character, you know what I mean? Like what makes it a character? and less of a um, quick snod or cynical joke, like, you know, right. for racism. I think it's more
6: of, more of the intent, like, if you're intending yeah. for it to be making fun of that, uh, like, lightheartedly, then I think it's fine. If it's intended to be objectively racist or sexist or bigoted in any way, then it's probably not okay. Yeah. But I mean. most of, like, most of Jonah, all of Jonas, like, oh, sorry, uh, Chris Lily's stuff is, like, just parodying it, really. I yeah. I don't think there's any problem.
0: Mm. It's satire. And, um, like, yeah, like, um, I remember, like, I used to watch Jonah from Tonga, for example, where he portrayed this, like, um, is it New Zealander? Like, Jonah was a New Zealand, right? Like, type oh, character, Islander,
5: right? Or something. Uh,
0: yeah, Islander. He, he's Tongan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like, I remember watching that with, like, some of my friends who were from New Zealand at the time, and, like, they were, like, fine with it. Like, you know, we were all cool with it. Like, it was just all, it was just really funny, really entertaining to watch. Like, just... His character and the way he made his character—you know what I mean? That's what—that's what I enjoyed watching his shows for. Was for the characters he made.
3: It was probably nice for like Islanders and New Zealanders to get like their stereotypes out there as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you know, when you think of stereotypes, you think of like uh, you know, Asians or Black people or whatever. But like more localized stereotypes, like Wogs and stuff like that—that that are what we're used to. It's mm. nice to, like, get that out there a bit and play it on a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting to consider that because, like, Cesar um, Baron Cohen's film, um, Ali G, is now on Netflix, too. Well, here in Australia, it is. Like, it's... We're able to watch that now here. And most of his content, like, The Dictator and stuff like that, is also still on Netflix. And that has, like, clear racial depictions and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, and... So, Netflix doesn't seem to be... Um, creating a line very well or like um, what's the word I'm looking for here they're not keeping a clear consistent separation. yeah they're yeah. not keeping it consistent between who they want to take and who, who makes, they want to put on
5: everyone who makes a joke about those make the same joke as others and they're gone in some shows that are okay
3: well, and I think we briefly spoke about this before it's like already is a cult classic yeah like uh, and still very domestic, doesn't popular Whoa. internationally compared mm. to work. Yeah. There's a global hit, right? Everyone does the fucking impressions of Borat. Uh, What's the one that he did where he was a German gay guy? Um, Couldn't. I don't know, the movie after Borat as well. Very popular. And Another the one you're talking
0: about, um, what was it called? called do Bruno Bruno, 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 Bruno. that's it
5: yeah, yeah. i hear what you mean um well there's also things like um just bringing up like what q said before um when you're asking like might think uh like this isn't a stab at anyone or like what q said it was just like because it's because <clears throat> tonga isn't actually like, people from there aren't from new zealand they're from like that the region or island i'm not too well versed in it but people probably a very small group and it's not a big thing but there are people who see that and they just you 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 put your place to be offended for them
3: yeah yeah as sensitivity of people increases everyone like jumps on the this is racist trend. Yeah. So know? a lot of
5: people would be like, that's pretty racist to like New Zealand's or Australians. Uh, like, uh, cause just the character I'm talking about characters in the show. Like, like offensive. <clears throat> yeah. So they're like, funny. we've got, we've got a range of people uh, from the shows, from islands nearby New Zealand and people in Australia or islands near Australia and everything throughout the whole thing. And when there's sort of like one person um, that they they're like this is offensive, and there's other characters maybe that they think are offensive. They're like that whole region is probably offended for it, like by that, because um, most of us were pretty chill when someone does uh, like an Aussie accent or an impression, even if it's not. The, but it because a lot of that just an act, and the the classic shrimp on the Barbie. But when they start doing things like Jonah, they start sort of pushing it in some people's eyes because of the way they they had um they'd done the the tan or black faces people would say
0: mm, i see what you but mean
5: it's kind of hard because people jump in to be like offended for them even though they might not care too much but then they sort of Push the issue, and they're like, "Well, okay, so, so all these people from Chris Lilley shows—they're like, uh, you know, they do the Australian impressions, or oh, they, 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 they're offended, and it's like, oh, we're not really, and then they do the the people from Tonga and New Zealand and stuff like that, and they're like, we're not really offended, and they're like, we have blackface, and people go, oh, he is—that's you know, that's true. Um,
3: A big thing of like Australian culture as well is that like casual racism is accepted to to an extent, obviously, like you're not going to go overboard on it but it's, it's
5: more like general i hate saying it but it's more like generalized racism is okay when it's not targeted towards a person so stereotype yeah. a lot of, big thing is like stereotypes like a lot of people are racist with stereotypes like i'm not going to say any obviously but to to certain races not to people so they don't pick someone out and then put the stereotype or racism directly on that person it's generally a joke people say without thinking just to get a laugh there's no harm involved in it yeah. it's just trying well. true true and this and actually so, oh sorry no you go man
0: there's actually a really good example of that and i feel like we do it less nowadays in terms of like our generation our age we don't necessarily um make jokes around that line as much anymore like i feel like this is one thing that's like kind of like um fading yeah yeah but um because if you think about it like i've recently started watching the fast and the furious series again and i watched uh bad boys again too and there Mm. are so many examples where the humor they rely on is like involves race to some degree like um when for instance, when Paul Walker's character goes to his first ever car meet when he's about to do his drag race in Fast and the Furious 1, every single group at the car meet is um, basically segmented based on color, based on race. So, like, the Mexicans stay with the Mexicans, you know, yeah. you, you get what I mean, you know. Um, You know, like, um, the Chinese-Japanese will stay with, like, the Japanese group and stuff like that. Like, it's all, it's the scene there. But that's also just, like, because the movie is a product of its time. And that's a product of what it was like back then. And same with Bad Boys, too. So much that inter-cop humor between, you know, the two main lead characters and the other characters from the precinct. Most of the jokes that they spitball towards another are all race-based jokes and stuff like that. Like, like the, the classic, you know, Greek verse, you know american like culture and stuff like that you mm,
1: know yeah
0: but um yeah sorry you go
2: I, I just want to touch on the fact that like this whole thing is pretty much a cultural issue mm. like it used to well like especially with the generalized and um casual racism in australia that's more of a cultural issue that, that has stemmed from a really really long time however now with what we've been seeing in um America with all the riots, and um, I, I obviously support the riots and protests as long as um, what it really comes down to is that our culture, as of right now, is becoming a lot more self-aware, yeah. and like, so our generation especially is able to see that jokes of previous cultures and previous generations would not be tolerated. And that's because we're not as lenient when it comes to those jokes. Back then, it was very easy for them to be lenient towards letting these jokes go through. However, if someone was to do that nowadays, it would not fly. I think it's actually a good thing and a bad thing uh, neutralizing these sorts of media these days because while you are cutting out very um, toxic, views from a previous generation uh those generations learned those lessons in order to get where we are today mm. as this self-aware um it, it always moving us. forward exactly um personally i believe that yeah it's a good thing that these things are getting you know neutralized obviously but sorry you jordan
3: uh, le- leading into what you said i think that we our generation um, holds older generations a lot more responsible with, with what they say as well and are a lot more vocal about it
1: mm.
3: you know what i mean i see that a lot uh,
5: like not to not to jump in on you but it's like i get because it, it's we we grow up um it's weird uh i don't want to say we're the, like a super multicultural like place in australia but we kind of are um, with a lot of different people coming into australia for a fresh start a lot of kids grow up with different cultures around them and people from other races um, you kind of grow up just to sort of be uh how do you say it? you just you just you
3: climatized you know, to it yeah just, like
5: it's normal. Like you, you're like, yeah. Like you go to your friend's house and you learn about their culture, and then you sort of just grow up knowing that. And like you go there, it's not weird. Well, and then so that way, when you get older, say if you have a friend who is uh, maybe Asian or, or Muslim, and because Australia, um, older people generally are quite racist. They might say something. Like, not all of them are racist. I should clarify. But when someone says that, it makes it seem a lot like that. They'll, they'll say and. You'll you'll pick up on it straight away because you'll be like, why do you have a problem with with this person? Like, like you a lot of young like a lot younger people can understand like, like like when we grew up together like there's no difference. But when older people say uh, something racist towards them, it stands out a lot more. And it's you tell your parents like you like that was really racist. You should apologize. And they go, what? No, never. Like, why would I do that? It's so much easier to see that because. They, they grew up where the whole time, like they, they were born, raised in Australia and people were coming over. They they were just constantly racist and it's just kind of stuck with them and they never grew out of it.
3: Yeah, it's a mindset of the time for sure. Yeah. yeah like
5: and- they haven't really grown out of it
3: properly. And
5: that's why I see education
0: as being such an important thing. And I love how like, you know, a lot of people now, like we, we support these protests, you know, we support this change. We support this need to educate, ourselves and, like, you know, our generation to be more socially aware of these issues and how injustices can impact on a community of people.
5: Mm. Because it's that whole, like, everyone gets a fair go, like, Mm. you come over to Australia, or you leave Australia, and go to America. No matter where you go, you get a fair go. Where you go, like you you start off fresh. Or say you've got family over there, you're moving back home, or whatever. You get you get treated the same because it's it's everyone gets like a fair go at life. Yeah. Every, everyone gets. Or well, that's the aim of the goal is that everyone gets the same go at life. Like you all get the same choices, and hopefully that there are ulterior things like people choosing the wrong decisions that kind of play into it but everyone should be given the same chance at life not
1: I get you not, completely.
5: yeah some people start off with a, sh- a shit experience and they get one or two chances to make it and sometimes that doesn't happen due to where you were brought up or what's around you so it's a lot harder to get out of where you are and there are a lot of people in really good positions who get nine or ten chances to get a sh- good shot at something and they still managed to fuck that all up and the people in the in the lower like spots where they, it's so hard to get out of would be thrilled with more than two chances mm. they just they just want everything to be equal and they want the same opportunity
3: what did um what do you guys think of the protest that happened in our city last week
0: in our uh, city yes i think it was good but like I feel like it's one of those things where um, a lot of people have, like... I like how we're trying to, like, show our support. Like, you know, we're trying to show that, like, you know, we care too. And, like, you know, we've had our, like, history and stuff like that with um, racial issues and stuff like that in the past. Like, Australia as a, like, you know, as a country. Um, but I feel like... I think I'm not educated enough in the sense that, like, I don't... Because I saw that a lot of... Um, Like yeah, this it it was it was good. It was really good and it's good that we're showing our support and stuff like that. But um in terms of Australia's personal issues with race and stuff like that, I feel like I'm not educated enough to really like talk too much on it. But I'm glad to see that, you know, we are trying to do these things and like we're trying to like push forward to educate more and more people and make more and more people aware of issues that weren't addressed in the past and that we're Mm. now trying to take the necessary steps and to move forward with and I think that's important and that's why I hold the idea of educating the next generation so highly it's because you know who's who's going to be the next police officer so who's going to be the next people in power you know that one yeah. day it's going to be us one day it's going to be our generation so that's why it's important to make them as culturally aware and open to social acceptance um, for different people of all kinds you know going forward Which in is
5: that's a yeah like a real big thing as well is um like you're saying you know we're trying to teach the next generation which is you know very important like you've got younger brothers and sisters even as well and you're trying to set a good example for them but then you've still got the older generation putting such a bad like Mm -hmm. taste on everyone from like like for the younger generations like you've got older people still being really racist and teaching the kids as they
0: yeah, this is one of those things that are definitely not going to change overnight. This is one of those things that hopefully, as every generation passes, slowly dwindles out, like it's further and further. Well, yeah,
6: that's what it. Uh, Beatrice a learned behavior, so mm. you yeah, it's harder to teach somebody who's already learned it to, to unteach it to them. But yeah. uh, teaching the new generation that is the way to go, and that's like the yeah. best way, it.
5: The only thing you can do really is you know, always to be supportive, always help people, you know, push them to sort of get to the place they need, give people help and support. But it's it's harder when there are – it's something I shouldn't just say older generation. Sorry, you cut it's, out there, did. And um, I was going to say it's – it's I shouldn't say, like, the older generation always is at fault. There are younger gen- who still believe, you know, like in – not giving you the opportunity, mm. um, but it's, it's those people because all you can do really is keep, keep doing the right thing and pushing people. And then eventually people will either change their mind or hopefully you get to the point where everyone's at the same level because no matter what, we're going to get to that point where, um, Older people just they believe that is what's
3: as long as we actively encourage it, going to keep existing. But yeah. I feel like it's getting better.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean, this is what the protests are for. Prolonged protests will stop the learn behavior, and that's like why I'm pretty sure we're all fully supportive of the protests.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, specifically in the city that we are. um I guess you can't put a time frame on progress and you know, it's happening now for a reason, but because of Corona, I do wish that we'd like, we could have waited a little while. Um, there was, I, I believe there was one person in Melbourne that had, went to uh, the protests and they had Corona.
5: Cause they had just been from overseas. <clears throat> they hadn't isolated for 14 days. And so there was a, there was a big thing about people, the thing in Australia was finding people who didn't abide by social uh, social distancing rules. And then it, it's hard to enforce that when there, there were people who did the right thing, um, but they're kind of just lumping everyone who went to the protests in with them. Mm. And it's like the whole, even if you're doing the right thing, they've just kind of lumped everyone in to it which is the whole like uh, I can't say everyone who went there is now being fine because you didn't abide by the rule it's like well there will probably you know a lot of people who prove it but it's it's just like the, the it's it, it's the good it's the wrong time for a good cause mm-hmm. a lot of people meaning to get out there and do well but it, it's, it's you, you're not yeah i feel like this
0: is one of those situations there where there's never there's never really going to be like a right time like yeah this is just one of those things that you know like and also like i feel like the the community like for george floyd and stuff like that i'm just tired of it now i've um you guys know all grass no breaks on youtube
6: Yeah, he's amazing <laughs>
0: yeah he's got a really good video on this if if i could plug anything i'd recommend checking that video out like it's not like he doesn't like delve into it or anything like that he just it like he just interviews people like in the rights and stuff like that and gets their opinion on the matter and there's a lot of people with different differentiating opinions and but i feel like it, that video just captures the overall feel the overall like um
5: message yeah
0: like how everyone protesting is feeling and how tired they all are with like you know um having peaceful protests and stuff like that not working and stuff like that. Like, I, feel, I think that, like, they're really just tired of the system not, uh, you know, upholding their rights and just constantly letting them down. So I feel like what they're after is complete police reform, which is a very noble cause. And, you know, because stuff like this shouldn't happen, but mm. stuff like this has happened. So it's amazing to see the community and the world, to an extent, come together to support this change. I just hope the message is heard.
2: Can I just make a point really quick that I think is a little bit interesting? So, um, obviously this is like the biggest world issue right now. Some would like argue even bigger than coronavirus. Um, but
5: it's on the rise as Corona's coming down as well. So yeah, exactly.
2: But I see a lot of parallels between this and um, the event with um, the original Martin Luther, mm. how he went against the church and started this big movement. Again. And then what we see hundreds of years later was yes, that system back then was ignorant, corrupt, and obviously wrong. And that gives me a lot of hope for our future now that we're starting to fully challenge the ignorant and wrong culture that we have had over the last, what, 300 years since slavery has started and, you know, in the last 100 years that it's ended. Um, like like you and I'm not very well versed, but I'm very hopeful for the future that, that we have as long as contributing to these messages to uh, against ignorance.
5: Yeah always willing to learn and, and keep growing as a person. Very like, we're all very open to it. It's just, you know, since I'm a very well versed in, in it as well, I'm always, you know, open to
3: learning. We can all probably agree that none of us are very well versed, but it's always good to give your opinion, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like like one of the things that have pushed me towards like actually giving an opinion or talking about this matter is that like there was this um, post a friend of mine made, uh, a little while ago that really resonated with me in the sense of like, you know, if you don't speak up or if you don't talk about like, you know, your issues with this and like, you're a part of the problem, which I guess in, in terms just like pressuring you into talking or pressuring you into like being a part of this movement. But at the same time, like, you know, I wonder if that's partly the reason why, um, so many people have like hopped onto this and like started like going forward with joining these movements and stuff like that. Cause it's not just like the movement for George Floyd and stuff like that. There's been other times in the past where people have been pressured into doing these movements and stuff like that. And, mm. um, this is a, an example, I suppose, of good pressure. You know, this is like one of those instances where it's important to get everyone talking, everyone debating and everyone throwing in their two cents. So that way we can all continue to like, you know, cause think about it, uh, like, what we're doing now is like we're giving our opinion on the matter, but we're also making other people now more aware or we're giving people a new perception of these issues that are going on. And like we're giving people stuff to think about. And this is what I mean. It just keeps on coming back to the concept of education. And that's why I think that the more people that get behind this movement, the more people that get behind talking about this, the better it will be. Like the better the overall message would come across.
5: That's it, it's it's very true because it's also like you can have an opinion. You can not be very well educated on the subject, and you can give your opinion as long as you're not closed off to learning new opinions or yeah. about new information. As long as you're willing, say, so see you can you could say something. You let's you could have someone who's just completely racist, and then someone starts spreading awareness. They start telling them places they can go to learn more about it they start reading they start learning they start you know watching old documentation of stuff like that and they start opening up and being like i was wrong Mm -hmm. like you know it's very important like i can see the injustice and everything that's done it's just as long as your opinion isn't your only one opinion and you're willing to take in multiple opinions and learn from them i think as long as we do that going forward anyone anyone can say anything they want as long as they're open to yeah just learning about everything else
0: yeah you're exactly right because one thing we have to remember in life is that everyone has their own interpretation and their own perception of what's going on around them and like how we perceive certain things and Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's easier it's easy for people to become narrow-minded and solely believe in what they see and what they feel and not necessarily consider the opinions or the views of others because then you know they're they basically become ignorant, you know, they believe their way is the right way and they're not open to other other people's interpretations. That's why, you know, it is important to have a mentality that is open to change. And human as a species, you know, we're not very, we're, not all of us are very open to change, but this is a certain mentality that we need to rewire within ourselves and within our communities so that way we can all, like, because, you know, at the end of the day, change is a necessary part of life. So the better we get at moving with change, the better we will become as a community.
5: The, the idea essentially is that as you get older, your exterior changes. And the goal is to also have your interior change as well. About mm-hmm. How you think and how, how you go about doing things. It's, it's also about growing as a whole, not just on the outside.
2: And I think one of the most important lessons is to not just be um, not racist. It's
0: to be anti-racist as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right, cool. Um, oh, sorry, you go.
3: Oh, I sort of asked Matt. No, no, you go, you go. It's not important. There you go. I was literally just going to ask Matt what time the accident happened this morning. Because oh. <laughs> I went over the, what we'll I do went it. Over the exact same...
0: All right, what uh, we'll do is we'll probably wrap up the podcast then um because we've been going for let me take the time it, real quick we've been going for an hour and 22 minutes
1: cool. Fair enough. yeah yeah, so cool, wrap it new up record. Now. yeah
0: but it was a good one that was a really fun episode i enjoyed nice. that a lot there were some bits where i think the discord audio cut out but i'm gonna address that at the end and just like say like hey um yeah i'll just do that quickly Um, for anyone listening sorry if discord has cut out for you or if there was some parts of the um, episode that were a little bit like laggy or glitchy i apologize for that in advance and we'll look to improving that in the future
2: the six Sense podcast is not endorsed or sponsored by discord (laughs)
1: nice
2: all
0: right cool guys thank you all for coming on it it's been a blast talking to you all this was a really good episode you guys have like brought a lot to the table that was just really interesting especially you man you had some awesome stuff there man i really appreciate that you were...
5: I feel like i kind of rambled on it no no it was cool it was too bad no nah, it was cool all man bad in training <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
6: now sorry make the beginning of the next one sorry for bugging in no no it was good
0: no nah, it was nice having you on here and it was cool talking about like getting your perspective on like the golden era of gaming and stuff and... oh it's
6: fucking my favorite time ever dude it was amazing hell yeah man
0: all right cool
1: thank you all for being on and that's Thanks, it boys